From the Hensler Financial Studio, this is Cobb Football Friday. Get the inside scoop on all the games. It is Cobb Football Friday. I'm Brian Giffen with John Bednarowski, the sports editor of the Marietta Daily Journal. And week 10 has arrived. Thank you, John. Been kind of a crazy fall. But let's look back, John, if we could, at uh, these games that happened this last weekend. And let's start with Osborne. Now 7-0, and and they have built upon the good season they had last year, and it looks as though they are on the fast track to make the playoffs. What are your thoughts on the Cardinals coming off this win? Well, you know, that 7-0 and equals the most wins in their program history with the exception of 1994 when they went 9-2. and You know, they have all but officially sealed up uh, a playoff spot. Uh, it would be the first state playoff berth in the program's history dating back to 1957. A couple of times they did make uh, the playoffs when it was called region playoffs. So, you know, it's semantics, but uh, it's been a long time since they've been in this position. You know, it, it's really getting fun over there uh, in the Osborne football community. And it's good to see, having been through such a long drought and they had, you know, low participation rates and all that. So good for them. A feel-good story for the second year in a row. We'll see how far they can carry it and how good it'll all, it'll make everybody feel by the time it's all said and done. Moving ahead, Kell got off to a slow start against Cambridge, but put it together in the second half. What are your thoughts as you look back at that one? Yeah, they, uh, I want to say it was like 21 or 27-21 or something like that at the half. Kell didn't let Cambridge score in the second half. It ended up 47-21. You know, the Longhorns had two games circled on their schedule. Cambridge was the uh, first one because Cambridge beat them last year, kept them from a region title. The second game is this one coming up this week against GAC. So um, we'll talk about that in a little while. But uh, Hell's got everything running in their favor right now, and uh, uh, that was a good win on Friday. And then moving ahead, McEachern, which got off to a very slow start, has certainly turned on the afterburners of late. They beat Marietta and cemented, at least for this year, who, quote-unquote, the real MHS is. Yeah, you know, they uh, they started 0-4, and they've won their last four, uh, including now a 2-0 start in uh, region play. You know, they showed a little something uh, this past week because Marietta came back in the second half, took a 14-10 lead, and uh, McEachern drove late for uh, the winning touchdown to stay unblemished in region play. And then finally, minus a couple of their key players, as in starting quarterback, and of course, the Clemson commit, the all-world running back, David Eziamume, North Cobb traveled to Wheeler and piled up 63 points in beating a Wheeler team that had played very, very well. So the Warriors showcased a little bit of depth there. No, I think they showcased a lot of depth. You know, I think this was a little bit of potentially taking out some frustrations from that previous week's game against Walton. And, uh, you know, they got it rolling. And this Wheeler team is really good, and they are fundamentally sound. So for North Cobb to go into Wheeler and put up 63, it was a pretty impressive performance. Yeah, and I was looking at the GPB rankings late last night, and, you know, despite the three losses, a lot of that has to do with who they played. But North Cobb comes in at 10 in those GPB rankings despite three losses. So the people who make these polls know what they're looking at. 
Yeah, and I mean, when you think about it, their three losses are to uh, Buford, Walton, and Westlake. Who is it? Westlake. So, you know, all three of those uh, are ranked in the top 10, too. So, you know, it's a, it's a matter of context when you're looking at records. Yeah, no doubt. Well, we have a whole slate of games to look ahead at for this week. But first, John and I will step aside and take a time out here. We remind you that Cobb Football Friday is presented by Superior Plumbing, Otter's Chicken, Pinnacle Orthopedics, as well as Powers Electrical Solutions. And we'll be back with more Cobb Football Friday after this time out. When it comes to solving complex foundation repair challenges, there's only one name you need to know. Engineered Solutions of Georgia, Atlanta's only foundation repair company with licensed engineers on staff. From foundation repair to waterproofing and drainage solutions, we've got you covered. We work with both residential and commercial clients, and we're committed to providing exceptional customer service every step of the way. And with our state-of-the-art equipment and top-quality materials, you can be confident that your project will be completed to the highest standards. So why settle for for less when you can have the best. Call Engineered Solutions of Georgia today to schedule your free consultation and see how we can help you tackle any foundation repair or waterproofing challenges. Engineered Solutions of Georgia. We guarantee a staple dry foundation. Residential and commercial. Hey, we do it all. Dial 678 I love technology as much as anybody, but when banks replace people with machines, I had to draw a line. I've been with the same bank for 20 plus years, and as cool as technology is, I believe the relationship you have with your bank is an important one. My wife used to bake cookies for the people who worked at our bank, and they were our friends. But in the last couple of years, they were all replaced by video tellers. Recently, I sold a vehicle and was paid in cash. I went to deposit it and was told my now former bank no longer accepts cash. Okay. That was it for me. I joined Credit Union of Georgia, a homegrown, not-for-profit cooperative that still offers personalized customer service, a network of more than 30,000 ATMs, and convenient locations. Innovation is great, but trust and relationships still matter, particularly where it comes to your finances. Make the switch today. Get more info at cuofga.org. Credit Union of Georgia, the better way to bank. And we're back on Cobb Football Friday. Brian Giffen with John Bednarowski from the Marietta Daily Journal. And let's get into these games, John. We grind our way on into region play. Let's talk first about Campbell at Pebble Brook. Yeah, uh, the Spartans went down to East Coweta uh, this past week, and I thought they had a pretty good performance. They cut the uh, East Coweta t- uh, lead to, I think, like five points. Uh, in the fourth quarter, you know, had an outside shot at winning that game. You know, the same cannot be said for Pebblebrook. Pebblebrook went out to uh, Carrollton, and I believe it was 64-8. to eight. So uh, this game, you know, the winner will have the all-important tiebreaker, and the, the winner of this game will likely earn – a playoff spot at the moment. It's kind of looking at that number four seed from region two, seven, a, the loser of this game is probably going to be sitting at home. Once the playoffs start. Speaking of that notion, when, or you're sitting at home, the same might be said for Harrison at Hillgrove. The Hoyas got off to that six and zero start, but they're now zero and two in region play. And they play a Hillgrove team that 
dropped its first game in region play and is coming off of a bye week. What are your thoughts on that one? You know, Harrison, you kind of kind of feel for him a little bit. Had the great start, and they've lost two region games by a total of five points. You know, there are no moral victories or, or moral losses or any of those things when when you're playing between the lines. And if they go 0-3, it really looks like despite the good start, they're going to end up sitting at home. It would be similar to a situation like Kennesaw Mountain had last year where they went 7-3. and three. Unfortunately, the three losses were to the wrong teams. You know, Hillgrove has played really good defense. They've only played one region game so far. Like you said, they're coming off the bye week. I kind of see this, this this is a playoff elimination game. Somebody's going to have a region win. Somebody's going to have uh, be winless. That one win is going to prove huge, especially, you know, when you're dealing with a region that's only five teams. So you want as many of these tiebreakers as you can possibly have. All right, moving ahead, Greater Atlanta Christian is at Kell. We talked a little about Kell in the opening. Yeah, this is that uh, other game that they had circled on the calendar. GAC is playing some good football. If Kell can win this one, they will all but wrap up the uh, Region 6-5A title. Uh, It would be their first uh, region championship, I believe, since 2014. You know, like I said, this game's been circled on the calendar. Everybody is playing good football for Kell right now. I expect it to carry over. Plus, this game is at the stockyard, so uh, GAC's got to come to Cal if they expect to uh, get out with a region title. All right, and we talked about North Cobb and the win over Wheeler. Now they host a neighborhood rival in Kennesaw Mountain who has struggled this year. What are your thoughts on this one? This game used to be known as the Civil War. That moniker has kind of faded away over the last few years. You know, the last couple of years, this was one of those games that you really wanted to see because Kennesaw Mountain was loaded with talent, and and they proved it. You know, they made the playoffs like two or three straight years. You know, right now they're going through a little bit of a down cycle, don't have that same talent base that they had. North Cobb, like we said, they showed that depth this past week. I'm not sure whether Easy Omume and Grimstead are going to play this week or not. I haven't heard any reports where there have been any serious injuries, so I'm thinking they just got banged up against Walton, probably held out as a precaution. Uh, I would expect them to be back at least for the first half, and then uh, we'll let that depth take over in the second half against the Mustangs this week. And let's talk about another neighborhood rivalry, although this one involves two teams that have struggled. Pope at Lassiter. Lassiter, in particular, has had a tough year. What are your thoughts on these two schools playing each other? As you point out in your notes, three miles apart. Well, yeah, this is one of those, uh, you know, backyard-type rivalries. Between the two of them, they won one game. And Lassiter's got that win. They beat uh, Johns Creek earlier this year which was a region win that is going to prove big as we uh, continue going forward. You know, Pope is still winless. You know, this is one of those games could go either way. It's Laster's homecoming. This is going to be another one of those games where, you know, the winner stays alive. The loser likely sees 
their uh, their playoff co- hopes come to an end. So, you know, in the large scope of things, it's a big game for both of them. I'm sure they're both going to be uh, up and ready to go. I'm anxious to see how Pope plays this week. Uh, you know, the last two weeks, uh, Roswell played Lassiter, and between the two games, or Roswell played uh, Lassiter two weeks ago, played Pope last week. In those two games, they combined to score 154 points. Wow. Yeah. So uh, I'm thinking both defenses are going to look to make a statement this week. This is going to be a fun game. It's going to be interesting to watch. The next one, kind of a contrast to where we would have talked about these about a month ago, and this is McEachern at North Paulding. McEachern got off to the rough start. North Paulding got off to a great start. They take on each other, and it's getting late in region play. What are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, you know, McEachern's won four in a row. They're playing good football. They've even the record at four and four. North Paulding is five and one. The winner of this game comes out of it with sole possession of first place in Region 3-7A with, uh, with only a few games left. If McEachern's defense can slow down the North Paulding offense just a little bit, I think they're going to be in good shape. You know, the one drawback is they got to go on the road. Not that it's a, a long trip up to Dallas, but, uh, you know, the Wolfpack play really well at on their home field. So they put uh, they put a little bit of a scare into Walton a few weeks ago. So if they come out and play like that, you know, I don't know if McEachern can put enough points on the board to match them. So it's going to be important that the Indians' defense really plays well this week. All right, and then moving to North Cobb Christian at Mount Perrin. I thought this might be a typo, but North Cobb Christian can win their first region title with a win at Mount Perrin this week. Yeah, you know, they finished second in the region, I want to say about four or five straight years uh, n- now that the program is up and, and seems to be a consistent winner. But uh, right now they've got a stranglehold on region uh, 6AA. They're 4-0. Farrell is 3-1, and but Farrell's one loss is to North Cobb Christian. So NCC is going to play Mount Perrin this week. If they win this game, they will win the region championship because they only have one game left to play after this. And the best, even if they would happen to lose that last game, the best Theral can do is 5-1 and one in the region, which would match North Cobb Christian at that point. And uh, North Cobb Christian would have the tiebreaker. For Mount Perrin, this is an important game as far as you know, trying to make the postseason right now, they're one and two in the region, uh, which is tied for fifth. Uh, they need to win uh, at least one more, maybe two of their last three in order to make the postseason. Yeah, we talked about Wheeler. We talked about Osborne. Those two play each other at Osborne this week. And one of your notes here, Osborne with a chance to go eight and zero if they can win this game, and Wheeler in the meanwhile trying to bounce back. Like we mentioned in the opener. Osborne, they've had like five or six seasons where they won seven games, and they had one game, one season where they won nine. They've never had an eight-win season, so let's uh, let's see if they can get to that point. And they're at that point guaranteed to at least be the second best 
Osborne team in program history. I think this is going to be a very even game. You know, uh, Osborne went to Wheeler last year, and I think it ended up being like 27-21. They were in it until the uh, till the very end. Osborne's defense, people are not talking a whole lot about that. They played seven games. I think they've given up something like a total of 36 points mm. in those seven games. They've been playing really, really well. Uh, and like you said, Wheeler, they're going to have to bounce back, see if they can uh, get that running game going again, time of possession. I can see this being a four-quarter game coming down to whoever has the ball last. All right, let's talk about Walton still kind of rolling along a juggernaut there at Cherokee this week and Walton aiming to go 3-0 and in their region. Yeah, they can kind of take that stranglehold on the region, especially if Wheeler should upend Osborne this week. They would be, Walton would be the only undefeated team left in the region. Just quick look ahead. If Osborne would win uh, this week, then we would have Osborne and Walton, two undefeated teams, both in region play and overall, uh, facing off against each other next week, which would be kind of, uh, a lot of fun. But Cherokee has struggled this year. They are one and five or one and six. Uh, they're still looking for that first region win. You know, they played at Osborne last week, and Osborne handed it to them 28 to seven. So uh, I expect. Walton to get the victory in this one. It's just a question of uh, how big. All right. And then the last one we preview here is Whitfield Academy at St. Francis. Whitfield faces that challenging schedule issue being in such a small region every week. What are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, this is actually going to be Whitfield's first region game of the year. And, you know, they only play three. You don't want to lose any of those. You got to win them all. Uh, in order to win the region, you don't want to have any tiebreakers working against you. So, you know, the the real games have finally arrived for Whitfield Academy. Uh, they've played better of late. Hopefully uh, they can keep the momentum going into St. Francis. All right. We have three other games that we'll just tell you about. Etowah at Alatoona, Dunwoody at South Cobb, and Walker at Cherokee Christian. Hey, I want to touch on Etowah at Alatoona for a moment talked a lot about Alatoona and the rough season they've kind of had transitioning away from, you know, Gary Varner being the only head coach there, all of that stuff. And Etowah, come after a really good start to the season, comes off a loss against Woodstock. That's kind of an interesting game to look at from afar. Yeah, you know, you're, you're right. And um, while Alatoona only has one win to this point, you know, they did beat Woodstock. So they, it was it's a region win. If Alatoona can uh, find a way to get past Etowah this week, uh, all of a sudden they've got uh, two wins, and you know I think three would get them into the playoffs. So we'll have to uh, we'll have to see how that comes out. I think they've got Etowah and River Ridge left. I think maybe they've got Sequoia too. So I think if they can win two of those three, they may uh, keep their playoff streak alive. But they're all tough right now because they're still uh, still learning how uh, how to play under the new systems, new terminology, and well, yeah, they've played seven games and all that. When you've grown up in the system that Coach Varner had, you know, making those changes isn't the uh, isn't the fastest turnaround. So let's keep good thoughts for the Buccaneers because I think everything's 
starting to go in the right direction. Oh, we'll keep an eye on that one. want to remind you, too, that Cobb Football Friday is presented by Superior Plumbing, Otter's Chicken, Pinnacle Orthopedics, as well as Powers Electrical Solutions. John and I will take a quick time out here. We'll be back with some final thoughts looking ahead to this week on the other side of this timeout. This is Cobb Football Friday from the MDJ. Got an electrical project? Powers Electrical Solutions offers a wide range of electrical services, commercial or residential, all over Cobb, Cherokee, Paulding counties, and beyond. Whether it's lighting, electrical upgrades, installations, or repairs, they're the pros to call. Every new service call includes a free safety checkup. Powers Electrical Solutions are the experts for generators, home automation, and outdoor lighting services, too. Call 404-645-6843 now to speak with a licensed electrician and ensure your electrical needs are taken care of efficiently and safely. There's a reason they've won four straight Best of Cobb Awards. Call today at 404-645-6843. Powers Electrical Solutions, powering your priorities. It pays to know your doctor. It pays to know your lawyer. And now more than ever, it pays to know your local real estate professional. Hi, I'm Jeffrey Drake with Drake Realty, and we have seven offices in the metro Atlanta area, including two right here in Cobb County and one at Lake Oconee. I'm the proud leader of over 700 agents here in Georgia, and we pride ourselves in professional service, whether you are the buyer or the seller. Drake Realty makes the home buying process seamless from contract to close. Our agents are a little different. They're not pushing for the quick sale and close. They are pushing for the best price and terms for their client. In other words, Drake Realty fights for you. Now's the time to buy that dream home, vacation home, or new home your family deserves. A lot of real estate agents talk big. Let my team at Drake Realty prove they will fight for you. I'm Jeffrey Drake, and I'd be honored to have my team serve you. Visit us online at drakerealty.com. And remember, it's not how quick you sell or buy, it's what the deal provides for your future. Right now, while it's scalding hot outside, the last thing you may be thinking about is your furnace. But you'll be relying on it soon enough with fall on the horizon, football starting, and the summer rapidly winding down. Daco Systems is waiving the diagnostic fee with repairs if needed, a value of $84. Daco Systems is also offering $50 off repairs for a limited time. In addition, Daco Systems offers duct fogging for just $129, using an EPA-approved cleaning agent to sanitize and disinfect the entire duct system. Hey, the air quality in your home matters. Take advantage of these offers to ensure your furnace and ducts are in top condition as the summer ends and cooler weather approaches. Call 770-209-2261 today for more info or visit DacoSystems.com. Daco Systems, your premier train comfort specialist. And we're back for a final time here. Brian Giffen, John Bednarowski. This is Cobb Football Friday. And, John, we've kind of outlined the games that are on the schedule this week. We've talked a lot about where people stand at this point of the season. Any expectations, anything that could creep up as a surprise, anything like that as we look at this week of games? I don't expect anything to creep up as a surprise. I think. In all of these games, with you know, with a couple of exceptions, you know, if uh, if Kennesaw Mountain should beat North Cobb, or if Cherokee could, uh, would beat Walton, I think those would obviously would be surprises. But for the most part, the rest of the games, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if they came out one way or uh, one way or the other. A little bit of an interesting note, though, you know, there are a number of teams 
where I, I want to say Pope, North Cobb, Christian, McEachern, and all that, once they get these games done this week, they each only have one game left. Now, uh, uh, I think Harrison is like that, too. I think North Cobb, Christian, Pope, and Harrison, they will play next week, and then their uh, regular seasons will be over. McEachern has a bye week next week, and then we'll play the final week of the season. It's hard to believe that we're already having programs that are getting ready to uh, maybe pack up the uh, equipment and start getting ready for 2024 already, but, but we're here. Yeah, it's funny how that goes. Interesting footnote, John. You know, I enjoy talking about these games because I get to talk about wins where I have gone at the Citadel. It's been a rough start to this. It's, to be fair, it's a first-year coaching regime. You know, they're trying to get all their pieces in place and find their way. But for what it's worth, I look back at the calendar, and the last time I got to call a win was North Cobb over Denmark in the playoffs last year. So got a little bit of a personal drought going. But, hey, want to say thanks as always. Enjoy doing this with you. And obviously, you know, we'll look forward to doing it next week when week 11 arrives. Looking forward to it. A lot of big games this week. Let's see what happens. And, uh, you know, we're in uh, region play where it gets late early. Yeah, no doubt about it. John, thanks as always, and we'll talk to you next week. You've been listening to Cobb Football Friday, a presentation of the Marietta Daily Journal and the BG Ad Group.